Following Christ is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so glad to have you today. If you would, hit those buttons at the bottom if you're getting any value from this. Help us reach more people for Jesus. And we are jumping right back in with Remington. If you listened to the last podcast, Remington is walking around in a, would you call it a drug-induced stupor? Like where you kind of don't know what's going on, where you're at. Incompetent, slowly coming back to consciousness. And he's looking for something. Will you can continue that story for us? Yes, sir. Um, so as I was saying in the last one, man, I was, I, was, I was walking around an empty house, and still reality hasn't kicked in. And I remember opening the door for the second time, and I looked up and saw my, my, my daughter's names on these blocks on a shelf, the only thing in the room. And thinking, when's the last time I seen my daughter? I forgot that I was a father. Where's her mother? What is, uh, where's everything at? Well, actually, what all happened? And at this point, I'm completely broke. I don't have transportation. I don't have a job or any means to, which in all this this is a beautiful thing. (laughs) And, uh. When I'm gathering everything and kind of trying to puzzle together, I'm sitting on the dining room floor because there's no chairs with my back against the wall and imagine a child throwing a tantrum just melting, sliding down the wall and crying, thinking like, God, why do I wait so long? How do I fix this? Um, and rock bottom... There was only one way to look. Yeah. So rock bottom was also the place <laughs> I built my foundation on the rock. It's like God shook me of everything that I would constructed over the years of my life. I spent timeless years and thousands of dollars trying to fabricate this image or illusion of who I thought I was and who I wanted to be. And he, he shook it all down to start the reconstruction yes. of a godly man. And um, the first year, year and a half, I mean, I I thought I thought I was sober because I kicked the drugs, but I was still drinking. And then in 2015, man, uh, it's like I got slingshotted in, into fast fast track. Let's let's uh drink a little less milk and a little more meat, right? And I found myself in a a group of guys and um, no sense of trying to share any accolades i'm not trying to glorify myself but if i point my finger to him he if you knew me before 2013 um to know me now most people that haven't seen me in that gap are like you're completely different and i'm like new creation <laughs> <laughs> here's my opportunity absolutely Man, so cool Wild ride, but man, 
uh, I took the long way. Uh, but you're still a young guy, though. Oh, yeah. A lot of, you know, you, you hear people's testimonies, and a lot of them, you know, they um, struggle with addiction into their 50s, you know, or, or 60s, and, you know, and they don't really have that rock bottom moment, you know, until they're, you know, later in life. And so, you know, I, f- I feel like you're ahead of the game. Well, thank you. Yeah. Man, it's just such a great story, and it's uh, and it's and it's something that people need to hear, and that's what we're trying to do here. Uh, you know, is is we're trying to, um, you know, bring on bring on guests just like you, Remington, that that um, you know have had just adversity, you know, and and trials and struggles, and and they find their way out because of the, because of Jesus, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the only reason that you came out of that. Um, and it's, it's just a, it's, it's just so cool. Uh, it's just awesome. And, and now, uh, here you are telling your testimony and, and we get to share it with the world. So, um, you know, from that, that moment, uh, where you hit rock bottom, you started building your foundation, uh, you know, that, that moral compass that you never really knew existed, um, comes into play. You get, you get, I, I, I use the terminology, get off your train tracks and onto God's train track. Um, you know, you've been, you've been on God's train track from that moment. Um, you know, but the, the refinement and the, and the fire, is is still going uh and it, and it goes for the rest of our lives and so it it's uh it, it doesn't stop getting hard at that moment uh and in in many cases it it gets harder uh from that moment on because because of that moral compass in our life God's revealing our sin and and he never stops and uh you know I, I've seen I've watched a video several times where it's like the longer we're a Christian the more broken that we know we are, but you know what I'm saying? Right. right. Uh, but we also know that our joy comes from him. And, and so it's like the, the, even though we know we're the most broken we've ever been, we also have the most joy we've ever had because we know who our savior is and we know all those battles and those trials and those struggles are already won. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, what, how, how has that looked in your life since that moment? You know, I mean, has, has I mean, has, uh, that, that refinement process, that sanctification, if we're using some religious words, that, that sanctification process for me, uh, it's, it's just a constant, um, reflection and battle, you know, because we're human and we, and we sin every day, you know what I mean? And so, like, how do you um, how do you continue to uh, stay pointed to Jesus? Um, uh, daily, daily prayer um, and self denial. But I always have to remember the why, how I started, uh, and and absolutely where I came from. Um, not being a great father, not being um, a, a great spouse, not being a good son, a, a good friend. I mean, 
I might have been comical and I, I might have been good company. Right. And not even good company now looking back because uh, I was probably a bad influence. But um, somebody who adds value. Now, you, you, now, um, now you have that. If I can add value to others, uh, I'm not thinking about my own value. Um, man, and then just, man, I could, I could ramble and ramble and ramble. Uh, and the, the prayer, it's like, come as you are. So whatever I'm struggling with, instead of trying to, by works, not do this and not do this and not, like, don't think about this glass of coffee. Well, by not thinking about it, you're still thinking about it mm-hmm. instead of saying, look at that over there. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, as a man, we're so, we're, we're so works-based. I've talked about this before. Is that like, we like, we like to get out and do stuff with our hands and get stuff done and complete and to be task oriented and, and those things. And then separating that from like how God views us, it's a difficult thing for me to do to separate how I've think about myself or view myself and, and start to see myself through his lens. Not not totally focusing on myself, but just trying to focus on the way that he loves me and the way that uh, he wants us to walk through life as men looking at him and not looking at what we're doing, or what I'm doing, or what I'm not doing. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I remember a guy shared a sto- story with me once. I don't remember where, but there was these people, they would get these rocks, um, ancient times. They'd go up this hill, and in order to get the rock smooth, they would roll it down the hill. (laughs) And this rugged, jagged rock, as it rolled down the hill, all the sharp edges would get nicked off. And by the time it was at the bottom, it was like a round stone. And that's how I imagine what my life was like. Because, like you said, the further we go on our walk... um, the more is cut off. Right. And uh, when you were saying that, I was thinking about the cross. It was just like the further Jesus went in his ministry to the world's perspective. It's like the lower and worse things got. But the joy that came with it, what joy was it when he was on the, on the cross using his last breath to maintenance, love, saying, forgive them for they know not what they do. And uh, was it Mary that, that anointed his feet with the oil? That, no, it was the year's worth of perfume. I imagine him taking a deep breath while he's on there, smelling the, the fragrance from that. And it was like his why, remembering why, and gurgling <laughs> his, <laughs> not to sound graphic, but gurgling his own, own blood, saying, Father, forgive them. Like, mm. blood, blood, they, they, they don't know what they're doing. Father, mm. like, don't come down on them. And, uh, Oh, it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's, uh, thinking of like the love story, the 66 books of, of poetry and prophecy that he left for us. And that's the word. And if we're daily in the word, it's daily cleansing us. And if I could take all these thoughts to prayer, it's all those things that I think are junk of myself. If I take it to prayer, he purifies it. Yes. And that's that's what I was looking for, Remington. Uh, that's, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. Hey, no, this no, is that's, that's that's where the show goes. Exactly, is. but it, it's um, I mean, I've got to have that daily. I've got to have that daily. Uh, what did you just call it? Um, 
it's, prayer. It, it's yeah, prayer and purification, uh-huh. like on the refinement. Day, it, it's it's yeah. the days that I think I get I get so caught up and busy that I don't um, that I, that I don't go go talk to him, you know, and and mm-hmm. and, and I and I. And and those are, and 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 you, we get to that points, and I talk about it on our podcast all the time about how we get to these points where oh everything's going smooth, everything is going good, and we and we quit coming to him. Um, and it's just our human idiocracy, you know. I mean, like I feel like because what happens is I stop coming to him for a little while, and then things things start going wayward. And and then I wonder why. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm getting to a point in my life where um, I know why they've gone wayward really sooner than I than I than I used to know. Um, but now it's like it's a must for me to come to Jesus every day, like every day. And to hear you say that, um, you know, heck, it it makes me feel. Um, it just kind of it gratifies me from a standpoint of knowing that I'm on the right track. Uh, that's what we do. That's and brothers in Christ is, is we, we encourage one another and, and we sharpen each other, you know, and, and uh, you know, knowing that the practical way that you stay on track and in God's will is to seek him every day. It's like, we know that we're supposed to do that, but again, we must do it and 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 when we don't it's when uh it's really easy for the devil to creep in and uh and really start to pull his strings a little bit in our life and and um anyway that sin whatever that struggle is that that you struggle with or that I struggle with or that Shane or Sean or Remington struggles with that's when it kind of creeps back in and so uh you know go to him every day uh it's awesome to hear that that's that's what you do as well um just great stuff. It reminds me of, uh, I'm going to try to put this analogy together. You worked in the oil field for a little while, right? Yes, sir. Did you do any fracking? I was on frack locations. Okay. Water transfer. What is the term for um, the rock when when they go to select where they're going to frack at? They want that rock to be uh, p- porous or some... Permeated. Permeate or permeated or... That's no. a permeated. Porosity and... It's how it's like so how there's two different words. How big the holes are in the rock. Yeah. And how much how spread out it is. Right. Yeah. It allows the oil or gas Correct. to get inside there. Okay, so we're we're called to be broken. Or oh you talked about being broken and, and the more broken we are, the more God can get to us, can give his love to us. And it which seems backwards, but when you're fracking, those geologists they're looking, they do a um they do a, a log, they call it a gamma log or something like that. And they go down and they send this tool down the down the uh, the hole or, or the well. And they're looking for rock that is, whatever the term I was looking for, that's open enough. And what they're not trying to get to the oil, they're trying to let the oil get to them by finding the rock that is basically the most broken. And in our lives, if we're that rock, the more broken that we are, the more that oil, the more the or the living water, you could say that, living can word. get to our hearts. So God is trying to break us down so that he can fill us up. <laughs> yeah. So hey. get get to that rock there and, and uh, hit that oil, baby. I like it. The spewing. The spewing <laughs> that comes. It says drink from the well that never runs dry. The 
was it? What book was it? I just heard it this morning. A Rivers of Living Water. Um, it's an endless supply. We could spend our time on this world chasing everything, and uh, there's scarcity. Things run out. But the living water never runs out. That's right. And the thing I like about living water is water gives life. Mm-hmm. And he always refers to a garden. But in a garden, in order for it to grow, you need water. But when there's water, things get muddy. That's right. <laughs> they do They do get muddy. Uh, but you got to have it, right? That's right. You know, so. We yeah. thrive in the mud. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm always talking about um, walking through the mud. You got to walk through the mud to get to the green grass, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, man. Remington. Is that green grass heaven? Are we just are we always walking through the mud on on this earth in one way or another, or Man. do you think we have green grass moments? I think there's some green grass green moments. pastures. Yeah. yeah, I think there are, okay. um, and I and I think that that's that's that that joy and that peace that we know only comes from <laughs> seeking Him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that I think there's some green grass down here. Well, along with the water, there's sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Amen. Uh, well, I'm I'm thrilled to have you on here, man. And, uh, it's just an awesome, awesome guest. The last is 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 the fruit that we bear. Yeah. Eventually, after the fruit, we have to be pruned. And uh, someone shared with me this year. They were just remember when the pruning comes, it's going to be painful. But you either get cut off from life, or you get cut off from death. Think of it. That's good. One goes in the fire. One produces more fruit. That's exactly right. Which fruit are you? Which fruit are you? Are you producing fruit? Yeah. Is God looking at us saying, "Okay, he's ready. He's ready to be cut so he can produce more fruit." Or we are we just getting cut down, thrown in the fire like I said, Remington? Right. We don't want to be that one cut getting cut down, thrown in the fire. Hey, if you don't know the Lord today and and he's speaking to you, I'd encourage you to reach out. Um uh, you can just say this prayer, "Lord, I I've, I've not followed you. God, I'm a sinner." Um, I need you. I need you to come in my life and fill fill me with your Holy Spirit. Um, I want to turn from my ways and I want to walk towards you. And and really, it's as simple as that. It's it's not about the words that you say. It's not about uh, how you say them. It's about what's in your heart when you say them. And uh, if if that is you today, I would encourage you to reach out to somebody. If you just accepted the Lord, reach out to somebody. You know somebody that's a Christian that's always talking about Jesus, maybe a pastor at a local church, or maybe just a friend of yours. Or if you feel like you don't have anybody, shoot us an email or or look us up on Facebook and say, hey, man, I just accepted uh, Jesus as my Lord and Savior. You can email us at realuncomfortabletruth at gmail.com or just look up the Uncomfortable Truth on Facebook and send us a message. We'd love to get some materials in your hands or get you connected with somebody Hey, the story of Jesus and each one of our lives, just as Remington has told his story here, is powerful. It is very powerful. And if we let that penetrate our hearts, God will move you. God will do something in your life that you've never experienced before. Don't hold back. If he's calling you, don't hold back. Follow him. In Remington, 
your testimony, your life is an example that it's not going to be easy. That book was open that day, right? That's right. And now, what chapter are you on? Oh, man, the book is still being written. <laughs> so we don't know what chapter you're on, right? That's right. Because we don't know where it ends. Anybody else got anything else? That's it, man. We appreciate you coming on today. I know you're a busy man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank giving you. us your time. We really appreciate it. I'd end with um, <clears throat> be someone's answered prayer today. Share hope. Point somebody to Jesus. Amen. Oh, that's good. I'll just follow up and say go kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. 